There are many ways people listen to vision, including through a PC at work. When you fire up your computer at work, go to vision.org.au slash listen and click the Vision or V180 Listen Live buttons. You can also catch the latest Vision National News Bulletin and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts from the same page all while you work. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Our Middle East reporter, Ron Ross, is joining me on the phone. Welcome, Ron. Uh, Thank you, Tracy. Well, busy time really, isn't it? There's plenty to talk about. The bodies, firstly, of these three Israeli teenagers that have been missing for a few weeks now have been found. Yeah, it's very sad. And for the two weeks of their disappearance, uh, we've had constant reports saying they're still alive. I think the uh, turning point came when the Israeli authorities announced the names of two men that they were looking for as the prospective kidnappers. I think at that point, they, the kidnappers decided it was uh, too dangerous an assignment and unfortunately put the boys to death. As we would expect, the Prime Minister of Israel, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, has come out very strongly. The whole nation, of course, is in grief. And he said, with a heavy heart, we have found tonight three bodies, and all of the information we have indicates that these are the bodies of the abductees. He went on to say they were murdered in cold blood by human animals. In the name of the entire Jewish people, I want to say to the dear families, the mothers and fathers, grandmothers and grandfathers, we are crying with you. And uh, then he went on to threaten uh, the terrorist group Hamas, uh, uh, saying that uh, they were suspected of being behind the kidnapping and that they would pay. Hamas then responded by coming out and saying, we will open the gates of hell if Israel seeks to escalate its operation against our Islamist group. Uh, he said that uh, the Hamas have threatened a, 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 an Armageddon, if you like, um, in, in a retaliation to any uh, attacks by the Israelis. Uh, but the world leaders have come out condemning what they call cowardly murders. The fa- French president, Francois Hollande, uh, yesterday said... Uh, that it was a cowardly murder of the three Israeli teenagers. He said he strongly condemns the cowardly murder of the three. And shortly after, Britain's Prime Minister David Cameron branded the murders as an excusable, inexcusable act of terror and said Britain will back Jerusalem as it seeks justice. Uh, I think that's uh, given the go-ahead to Netanyahu Uh, to take the action that uh, the public in Israel is demanding. Any comment from Australia yet? I haven't seen any as yet, but uh, I I haven't checked all the newspapers to to see if there was anything out of Canberra. But, of course, uh, we've already shown our close relationship with Israel, and I'm certain that behind the scenes uh, that support has been extended to uh, Netanyahu and others. Barack Obama's been quiet, though, hasn't he? Yeah, and it, uh, it's been reported in the Israeli newspapers that he has said nothing so far. There was a comment from Susan Rice, 
But uh, the general feeling in Israel at the moment is that they don't have a great deal of confidence in the American president. Let's talk about this situation uh, in Iraq with this group, ISIS, who have now declared a caliphate. Yeah, they've renamed themselves the uh, Islamic State. And uh, I find it very interesting because uh, there was a decision not to react uh, in Syria when Bashar al-Assad was at his most feeble. And there was a decision not to support uh, the moderate uprising in Syria at the time. And, of course, that allowed the opportunity for Iran-sponsored terrorists to step in and fill the vacuum that we left by not uh, uh, supporting the reaction against the dictator. Uh, But that strengthened the terrorists, the radical groups, and now they've gone over the border into Iraq, and now the report from Israel is that they've been approached by Jordan asking for Israeli assistance as ISIS is preparing to attack uh, the king in uh, in Jordan, and uh, that's uh, that's a dangerous sign because the whole region appears to be at the point of blowing up and totally out of control. And the activities that uh, the Allies have taken is uh, extremely late. And as one uh, commentator, Charles Krauthammer, said, it could take ten years or more uh, to recover the situation that we had just nine years ago. See, the situation really is heating up, isn't it? And yet the US don't seem to be too concerned. They're saying that what is happening there is nothing more than scaremongering and the declaration of a caliphate means nothing. Well, the real problem is that uh, the US doesn't seem to want to buy into the argument between uh, the Muslim faction groups, the Sunni and Shia, represented on one hand by Saudi Arabia and on the other by Iran. Now, there's no doubt that what's happened over the last few years in the Middle East is Iran is getting more and more authority as their splinter groups, their terrorist organizations, step into situations. And then I thought one of the uh, uh, most enlightening moments came when the Americans asked the Kurds to to help uh, secure Baghdad. And the Kurdish response was, no way because it looks like they're going to get a Kurdish state, which is something they've been looking for for the last 100 years, and they're not interested in getting into any further debate uh, with Sunni or Shia militantism. And uh, it, it looks to me as the Mahdi army, uh, which comes out of Iran, has now said that the pre- president's got to go and a new authority begins, and no matter what we do now, we're going to be fighting on the side of Iran in Iraq. It's ridiculous. And I see at the same time a new poll is showing that the majority of Palestinians are against a two-state solution there. Well, this goes back to the original declaration by Iran uh, of uh, removing Israel into the sea. It's the whole plan to have a one-state solution is to remove Israel off the face of the earth. Sixty percent of those polled now, including 55 percent in the West Bank, and 68% in Gaza, have rejected Israel's permanent ability to exist and instead suggest their leaders work towards reclaiming all of historic Palestine from the river to the sea. Can you imagine what the world would be like if there was no Israel? 
So you, I, my mind goes back to what uh, the Ayatollah said, didn't he? He said he wants to wipe Israel from the map, and that's exactly what is being proposed effectively. Yeah, that's the doctrine that's now being picked up by the majority of the population living within the Palestinian Authority. It's a frightening thought because these people are being encouraged. We had two boys from Sydney flew overseas to be part of the jihad this week. They were young boys too. They were very young teenagers, only 16 and 17 years of age. And their parents didn't know they were going. Uh, And we've got this situation now where a whole population within the Palestinian Authority are being stirred up with jihadist passion uh, to wipe Israel off the map. It's a scary thing. There is plenty to talk about, as always, this week, Ron, but we might leave it there for now. Thanks again for your time on the phone. Thank you, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.